Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner. Man, I know it's been a long time. It's been like 10 days you guys haven't heard from me. I know that's a record. I don't like that. It's been 10 days, man. It's not my thing. 10, 12 days. Let me explain. Let me explain, guys. All right. So what happened was, what that happened was, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, we lost power out here in West Hartford, Connecticut for a week. I had to go buy a generator, the whole nine, man. We lost power. The storms that came from the south through North Carolina, down, you know, Florida, North Carolina. We had spinoff. Pretty bad storms, man. Took out all the power here for almost a week here, you know, in the Connecticut area, like 600,000 people without electricity, 60,000 homes, something like that, man. So I was one of those people and I didn't get power until Sunday night. So it is now currently Monday night. I'm recording the episode. It's been like 10, 12 days since I recorded the episode, but it was because I didn't have any power. So I apologize, guys. I apologize. I apologize. It won't happen again. You guys know I love to keep the content coming to you guys. However, we got some great topics to talk about today, man. We have some great things happening since last week, man. We got the versus battle, Rick Ross versus Two Chains. Um, and then I want to talk about the No Limit Chronicles, man. That's on BT. BT, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing this. And then I think this Wednesday it's gonna be uh Master P, I think has two more episodes of the Chronicles, or maybe one more episode, and then the Rough Riders Chronicle comes out too on Wednesday. So, man, thank you, BET, for telling these stories of these Fortune 500 companies and CEOs that have done it big in hip hop, that have laid the blueprint and the foundation for a lot of businesses, not just hip hop businesses, but businesses in general. And especially Master P, man, I'm going to talk more about this in the second half of the show. But P, man, was so influential and not just, he was doing everything that you see is trying to get done now or is getting done now. P pretty much did it in the 90s. And the industry just wasn't ready for it. Um, but we'll talk about that on the second half of the show. Now, let's talk about this Rick Ross and 2 Chains versus battle, man. You're talking about a battle that when I first heard the battle, I was like, you know, Rick Ross is going to win. I just think it is nothing against 2 Chains. I love 2 Chains. I love his music. Uh, you know, Duffel Bat Boys is one of my favorite um, songs, man. His whole Codeine Cowboy, you know, mixtape was a beast. I loved it, you know, from La La with, uh, with Buster Rhymes to um, uh, Feeling You um, to the song with Saha the Prince. Um, of course, riding around and getting it, you know, um, you know, spend it. I mean, uh, 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 he has some joints. I mean, he has some bangers on the album, you know. Uh, yeah, he's just great i mean he is he's great in his own right um you know and it's and it's uh his album you know the pretty girls love trap music i think it's a classic in the south but when you step into a guy like ross man ross is on a whole different level ross when you hear ross's songs ross makes movies with his songs and two chains kind of makes music for the moment yeah he has the platinum hits he does he has some um, difference he has to no lies he has suspended he has you know 4 a.m he has good drink he has the platinum hits man um you know mercy he he, he has them he has those those platinum hits but Ross has movies. He has those songs. I think that kind of touch your soul. And we're going to talk about that when we when we step through these uh, these rounds. So I think overall, I had Ross winning the battle. I think fourteen to six in the first twenty rounds, and I think 
Um, through the 23 rounds, I had it 16 to 7. And then, like, the last round was like, it was like round 24. It was, you know, well, actually, like the last four rounds were bonus rounds. But let's just, you know, concentrate on those first 20 rounds and we'll step into it. So, first round, guys Rick Ross BMF, banger, and Two Chains featuring Drake, no lie. Me personally, I like BMF. I do. BMF was, I think, my favorite song I did too, but No Lie was a bigger record. You know, so, you know, I got to be kind of, you know, you know, kind of fair about this. That was a bigger hit. It just really was. Even though BMF, I think, was more of a cultural, like, smash. It was a hit. So, you know, I get a point to two chains. A lot of people want to argue with me on that, but I get a point to two chains. All right. I just think No Lie was a big record. Number two, round two. Rick Ross hustling versus Two Chains. I'm different. Two Chains had another big hit, but hustling was just a little different. It was Rick Ross's first smash. It was a huge hit for him. It, it was used in movies. It was used in commercials. It was used on comedy shows. It was used in just about everything. Every day I'm hustling. I mean, I think McDonald's even had it in one of their commercials. Hustling was a bigger hit. And it also brought Rick Ross to the game and it brought that swagger that we haven't seen in a, in a rapper. Um, in a while, you know, so I gave that to Ross. So here we are, one one, uh, you know, tied up. Round three, guys. Lil Wayne featuring Rick Ross, John, versus ASAP Rocky featuring Two Chains, Drake, and Kendrick Lamar. Effing problems. I had to give it to Rick Ross and and Lil Wayne with John because, you know, Two Chains just had the hook on that song. So I can't give you full credit on the verses. You know, the first part of verses is verse. Without you having the full verse in the song, you just had the hook. So I got to give it to the people, to, to you know, like to the person who's spitting on that song. So round three goes to Ross, and I, and I know what Change tried to do. He set it up with the acapella verse that he had did, and I guess ASAP or somebody heard the verse and took that last piece of it and made the hook and then made the song. And I get it; he played the acapella verse, but that ain't doing it for me. Like I need to hear the song. The song is effing problems. Now you have the hook and you had. John uh, uh, with Lil Wayne and, and Ross and John ended up spawning to be one of Ross's songs, which I'm not a star, which we'll get to later. So I got it 2-1 Ross. Round four, guys. Round four. Rick Ross featuring John Legend, Rich Forever versus 2 Chain Spend It. This is another hard round. 2 Chain Spend It is probably his his monster hit that really got him on the map, you know, like as a solo artist. But Rich Forever, like I said, guys, it's a movie. When you hear that song, you hear those keys played by John Legend. It's just a movie. It's, it just feels different. Rich Forever. It just feels different, man. John Legend even played it in his, in his versus battle against Alicia Keys. It just felt different. I gave a point to Ross. Rich Forever. So what do we have? That's round four. I got a 3-1 Ross. All right? Round five. Rick Ross featuring Wale and Drake Dice Pineapples versus Player Circle featuring Lil Wayne Duffelback Boy. This was a hard one for me. Dice Pineapples just feels different. Even though Duffel Bad Boy was a hard song, I actually went to a Wayne concert with a couple of my homies, right? Just to see Player Circle perform Duffel Bad Boys. They opened up for Lil Wayne and Macon, you know, in Macon, Georgia. I was stationed out there in one of Robbins, Georgia. And so I actually stood in line, went to the concert because I wanted to see, at the time, Titty Boy. Uh, do that duffel bags boy, him and Dallas. So, I want to see Player Circle do that, and I saw that, and it was an amazing uh intro. Wayne didn't even perform, I don't think the money was right for that show, but 
two chains perform at the time titty boy and dollar perform and they did their thing and that was a smash hit and that was before the hit actually blew up i think that was before they even shot the video for the song so you know but hey dice pineapples is just a it's a it was a big record i mean it's it, it just sounds like a movie you know i mean ross's lyrics man it's just stupid, just stupid. So I got it four one Ross through uh, five rounds. All right, round six. Rick Ross, MC Hammer versus Two Chains, and Nicki Minaj. I love the strippers, guys. I had to give it to Two Chains on this one. I liked MC Hammer, but it sounded too much like BMF to me, and it's like there wasn't no creativity in the song. Which I uh, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love the song, but you know, I, you know, I get it to you know like the Two Chains. I just thought the MC Hammer sounded too much like BMF. The beat sounded so much the same. So almost like almost a like a rip off of that. So I gave it to two chains. All right. I gave it two chains. All right. Round seven, man. Rick Ross versus Christette Michelle and Drake. Aston Martin music versus two chains and young Jeezy. Super freak. Aston Martin music. Super freak ain't beating Aston Martin music, man. It's not doing it. Just it ain't doing it. I mean, a movie versus super freak, basically. So I want you to put your listen to the music and just listen to the to like the lyrics and it's something you can live out. You know, it's just it, it was what it was. So I get it to Ross. So I got it five two Ross for seven rounds. Round eight, guys. Rick Ross, uh, Santorini Grease, Two Chains, Juicy J and Lil Wayne, Bands Make a Dance. Bands Make a Dance was a big record, but Santorini Grease is just a lyrical monster. I had to give it to. To Ross, I mean, it's a different, like I said, it's a movie, like it's a movie versus a strip club song. And once you start going through these songs, man, we're around eight, I got a six to Ross. There, there starts to become a theme. Like, don't get me wrong, I love to change music, but the songs, the content in those songs are starting to sound the same. And you can see Ross's breath, his breath of music, his breath of everything when it came to making music, picking beats, picking songs. And to be honest, even Two Chains knew that that song was a monster. Like he was like, "Oh my god, y'all trying to bully me now!" Like when he played that song, he he basically said, "You're trying to bully me." So it was like he was like, "I know y'all got me, but I'm gonna stand on my own too." That's why I respect Two Chains for even doing this, man. Now, don't get it wrong, this wasn't like no runaway. Even though the score is seven to two, I'm sorry, six to two. I got raw six to two for eight rounds. Two Chains is still a beast. He's hit all those songs that. I don't have a winning will win against a lot of artists, but Ross is just on a whole nother level, guys. All right, guys, round nine. Uh, so I got 62 right now for eight rounds. Round nine, Meek Mill featuring Rick Ross. I'm a boss. And then the other one's Lil Wayne versus Two Chains, Richest F. You know what I'm saying? I got to give it to I'm a boss. And then I got to do that because now it's 7 2, but I got to give it to Ross and, and Meek because Two Chains just had a hook. On the song, so I can't give you credit for the song. I can't. I can't do it. Now you did was the hook. I can't do it. So that's just against my morals. It's a verses. I need a verse. All he did was play the hook and then bounced out. It's like fifteen. What do you mean fifteen seconds? You know what I'm saying? So, but it was a dope hook. But I'm a boss was a. I think it was a big hit. So there you go. Seven two Ross. Now you know it's around ten. Rick Ross featuring Jay Z, Freemasons. Two chains and Pharrell's fastest watching, which another hard round. Fastest watching was dope. But go and listen to Freemasons. <laughs> Movie. Movie. That's the theme, guys. But I think that might be 
the first time I ever like voted against a Pharrell beat. Pharrell's a monster, man. So I got an A2 Ross right now. All right. Let's go to round 11. Rick Ross and T-Pain, the boss. Two chains featuring Quavo and Gucci Man. Uh, uh, what's it? Um, good drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good drink. I, you know, I liked the boss. Probably it was a big hit, but it was something about uh good drink. I like good drink. So, you know, I gave that to to um Chains. So we're looking at through eleven rounds, eight three, Ross. It's just something about two chains, man. Um with that drink. I mean when when two chain hits that smooth vibe, there's not a lot of people that can miss with him. So I actually like that song. I actually like all of two chain songs, but I like that song to win that round. Round twelve, Jay Z featuring Rick Ross. That for me, you know I got it. Oh, verse two change, watch out. Jay-Z and Ross, I, I literally hopped up in my car. All right, so side story, guys. I had no power in the house. My cell phone service is horrible in my area, so I don't have any Wi-Fi. So I, I literally got in my car, left my wife and kid in the house. So, you know, they were in their sleep. Got in the car, drove to the Target parking lot so I can watch the verses by the live. <laughs> So when when this song came on in round twelve, I just like my I, like like my whole car was shaking, like I was jamming. So round twelve, Ross, you know I'm saying so that's nine three Ross. Okay, next round, round thirteen, Kanye West featuring Rick Ross, Devil in the Dress, Two Chains featuring Travis Scott, Four AM, Kanye and Ross, it's a movie. I gave it to Ross, round thirteen. Yeah. 10-3 Ross. All right. Round 14. And you can tell this is where Ross started to separate himself. So round 14, Tears of Joy by Ross. Two chains, big amount, featuring Drake. Tears of Joy is a song. It is just an amazing song. It's one of those songs, man, that you listen to. You know, if you're going through some things or you accomplish some things in your life, it might even bring a tear to your eye, man. Like, that's how strong that song gets, man. So I gave it to Ross, too, man. It's 14, 14, so like 11-3 Ross. You know, there's nothing. I love, I love 2 Chains music. But Rick Ross's catalog, man, that Tears of Joy, it's, it's a hit on another level. It doesn't have to chart to be that kind of, it's a hit on another level. It's one of those songs that he can close a show with and everybody be singing the song. Like, it's one of those classic timeless rap songs. You know what I'm saying? So Tears of Joy, it's just an amazing song. I don't think there's anything in a lot of people's catalogs that can touch Tears of Joy. Like that's the kind of catalog Ross has. All right, round 15, guys. So okay, it's round nine. I'm sorry, it's round 14. I got 11 3 Ross. 15, Ross featuring Drake and French Montana State Scheming versus Big Sean and Two Chains and Drake all me. Stay scheming. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That's all you gotta say. Stay scheming, round 15. Round 16, French Montana featuring, featuring Drake, Ross, Wayne, Pop That, Two Chains featuring Trey Songs, uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Janae Akoi, I'm sorry. And that was, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Chains. Chains. That was a dope song. It's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So I get it to Two Chains, man. So that's round 16, and I got it 12-4. 12-4, all right? Round 17. Even though Pop That was a big song, but it's a vibe. dope, too. Round 17, uh, Rick Ross, I'm on one, featuring 2 Chains and Lil Wayne's No no Problem. Yeah, so 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, and Chance Rapper. I think they won a Grammy for that song. You know what? No Problems was dope, and, and, 
And Two Chains' verse was sick. It was amazing. So I gave that to Two Chains, man. So we're looking at round 17. We're looking at what's that? 12 5. Um, and then round round 18, Ross, I'm not a star in Two Chains and Kanye West birthday song. I gave it to Kanye West and Two Chains. Dope video, dope song. Um, I remember I was deployed to Afghanistan when this song came out, and I remember seeing the video, and I was just like, Scott, you kidding me, man? This is dope. So that was like 2014. So, um, yeah, man, you know, maybe there's some sentiment of value that song, but you know, I love that song. You know, it's a dope, dope, dope song, man. I remember coming home from Afghanistan, I had a birthday party in January of uh, 15, and we had a birthday bus. We, you know, me and my boy Ron and a bunch of other people, we played that song in the bus. We had a dope time, man. Um, so yeah, so birthday song, man. And so I got it to 12 6, 12 6 Ross right now. Round 19, Rick Ross Mafia Music uh, versus YG and Two Chains, Big Sean and Nicki Minaj, Big Bank Mafia Music. I mean, Mafia Music is a movie. Big Bank is a song for the moment. That's something that you're not going to play five years from now. You're not. And so next one is round 20. Rick Ross, he played, he did a double up that Rich Off Cocaine and the unreleased verse of the famous song for Kanye. He had an unreleased verse and versus 2 Chains, uh, the Kanye, Big Sean, Push T, and 2 Chains, uh, Mercy. I gave it to the two for one, Ross. Um, and it could have easily went either way, but I gave it to Ross. The two for one was, was just too big. And unlike 2 Chains in like the earlier rounds, we did like the FM Problem song. And he played like the acapella verse, like two chains actually. Well, I'm sorry, Rick Ross actually played the whole song and show, and he played his verse in it. So I gave it to Ross. 14-6 Ross, man. Um, dope versus battle, though. Don't get it twisted. I can see how people can have it going either way, but don't get it twisted. I just think Ross's catalog is so deep and his songs, man, he makes movies. And and Two Chains makes great songs, but his songs are kind of like they're they're hits, they're platinum hits. He got pla- plaques from, but they're kind of in the moment hits, and they're stuff that's going to live on in the south. But but Ross's songs touch a whole other genre of people, man. You got to get that to Ross, man. He's a he, he's a boss at it. He's a boss. Um, so yeah, man, great matchup. Let's go to a small commercial break, and we're going to talk about the No Limit Chronicles, man. All right, guys, and we're back, man. I want to talk to you guys about this No Limit Chronicles that's on BET. Shout out to BET for having this content, man. A- amazing, amazing docuseries so far. The first four episodes came on. Talking about Master P and No Limit Records, man. And all the stuff that Master P did. Guys, Master P was getting that money. That's what I love about Master P. I am so happy to be from Louisiana because we got guys like Master P. Master P is a hustler, man, and, and and a lot of the things that he does and a lot of the things that he did to get his empire, some of the things, some of the same things that I use to try to get my empire strong when it comes to the book writing and the podcast and everything, man. You know, it's all about ownership. You know, he believed in himself. He invested in himself. He outgrew his environment, guys. You guys know I always talk about the do you message, man. Don't be afraid to fail. Uh, outgrow your environment. Understand your brilliance, right? You know, so don't be afraid to fail. He wasn't afraid to fail, man. He moved his him and his wife and his kid, you know, what I'm saying Romeo from New Orleans up to, uh, you know, you know, Oakland. No, Richmond, California. I'm sorry, Richmond, California. You know, so he moved to the Bay Area, man, and did his own thing there. He wasn't afraid to take a chance on himself, man. The next thing, man, you got to outgrow your environment. Outgrow his environment. Got out of the situation he was in, you know, what I'm saying third world Calio projects. 
and um, you know, out just outgrew that environment to make something better for himself and his kid. You know, he was selling dope, you know, pretty much from his own, you know, projects. When he had his kid, he was married, and you know, uh, he had to outgrow that environment because he wanted to live a better life for his child, you know, and his wife. Um, next thing, guys, is understand your brilliance. P understood that he wasn't the best rapper. He understood that, but he understood he was the best businessman. And so he was able he was able to go to priority and get that deal, man, that uh, 85-15 deal. And then when they gave him a small advance, he gave them another 5%. So he got that 80-20 deal when it came to the distribution side of the house. And he owned all the stuff, man. Like he didn't get paid to go to priority. He bet on himself. You know, he basically said, I, I know my stuff's going to sell eventually. And when it does sell, I'm going to own everything, get all the profits. And that's the same mindset that I take when it comes to my books, man. You know, all my books, my products, my clothing line, you know, multiple revenue streams is what I'm, it's like what I'm talking about, my real estate, man. You got to have multiple revenue streams. You know, the average millionaire has seven multiple revenue streams, seven, count them guys, seven multiple revenue streams. So Master P was just doing that. I mean, he had the, you know, he had his his business when it came to the record business, you know, so he had the No Limit Records and he brought on just so many different artists, man. Uh, him, Silk, C Murder brought on Mystical, was the biggest free agent, you know. Um, yeah, it was the biggest free agent acquisition that we probably saw in hip hop at that time. Um, prior to Tupac going to death row, then you had Snoop coming to you know, to the tank, and then you had Mag, Miag, Soldier Slim. He had a bunch of talent. Beast by the Pound was there, man. So P was not afraid to reinvent his team, go get the best people out there, invest in his team, invest in his craft. And, man, you got to appreciate that. Master P, salute. I mean, I learned so much in Master P that, um, you know, any interview he's on, I listen to um, because I know he, he's going to spit that knowledge. And he just kind of, like, he kind of just reinvigorates you when you listen to him. You want to go quit your job and do everything you want to do in your life. You know what I mean? You want to do better. So, you know, anytime I need a, a a step up or a pep up or something like that, I always listen to an old Master P interview. And it kind of gets me in the right mood and the right motivation to do what I got to do. Like, I had an option to either go with a publisher or self-publish my books. So I went self-publishing because I wanted to own everything. So and I went through an editor. I got it. You know, I had it professionally edited. You know, a, a book cover, a nice book cover, very, very professional. Um, you know, I spent money on it, um, spent money on the audio book and my homeboy hooked me up with the audio book, but you know, I paid him a nice, uh, you know, a nice penny for it. And, um, but I made sure that I paid him just to do the audio book. I didn't want to split any of the, of the royalties on that because I wanted to make sure that I was going to continue to get the royalties for that book. You know, when I'm dead and gone and my kids and my grandkids are here, I want them to be able to eat off my, my, uh, my work. You know what I'm saying? So listening to Master P is, is, is the reason why I do what I do and, and I'm self-independent and I'm self-sufficient when it comes to that. You know, the books, I've made more money off the book than I spent. And that's my first book. So I I can't be any any happier. Um, so I'm on three books now and all of them have done really successful, you know, contract with one book, um, you know, like with the middle school. The first book, I, I'm in the process of trying to get a contract with that with colleges. The third book it's an adoption book about my son's life, and I'm in the process of getting that into adoption agency. So it's all independent, all independent, guys. Um, but, man, what a great docuseries. Master P is a hustler amongst hustlers, and he was doing stuff in the 90s that 
people said, you know, couldn't be done, but every record label that you see now is doing this. Um, opening up a sports agency. That's what Rockefeller's doing now, and they're thriving. But P was so ahead of his time, they didn't want to let him in there. You know, look at um, J. Cole trying to go try out for the Pistons. Mass P actually tried out for not only the Raptors, but the Charlotte Hornets, and was the last cut. He was going to make the team. He's going to make the team, but, you know, Pirates to be didn't want to see him in the league um, because he was, you know, pretty much bigger than all the other stars. Um, you know, so he talked about that. Uh, you know, like the No Limit real estate, and the phones, the clothing. Think about the clothing, like the No Limit clothing. Um, you know, he was, he branded himself, No Limit everything. He branded, the No Limit brand is something that'll never go away. When you saw that tank around somebody's neck, you understood that they wore No Limit soldier, right? You were, and I wanted a tank. I bought a fake tank in high school. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana, baby. So I bought a fake tank in high school, man. That's how much I wanted to be a No Limit soldier. That's how much the brand was. Like he, it was genius. He understood that the brand himself, everything had to be, you know, a brand, no limit, no limit this, no limit records, no limit agency, no limit sports, no limit real estate, no limit this. So way to go, Master P, man. Totally, totally appreciate what you've done for the culture, man. Um, it's good to see the series. I can't wait to see the rest of it, man. But on that note, guys, it's getting late. Gotta go, man. My kid's screaming in the background. You guys probably heard that. Um, he is tired and I am neglecting him right now. So on that note, guys, do you, man. Don't be afraid to fail. Outgrow your environment. Understand your brilliance. And let's add something on this, man. Invest in yourself, man, like Master P did. Invest in yourself. You got a dream. Go make that thing happen. Invest in yourself. Believe in yourself, man. Believe in yourself, man. And on that note, man. Oh, one more thing. There's two people that I like to listen to when it comes to podcasts, but we'll get on that on the next podcast, man. It's getting late. We'll talk about this on the next podcast tomorrow. All right. Later. Nina's Corner. I'm out.